Hey guys, it's Alexander Dahl with Manifest Vitality again. Uh, so we'll keep this short and sweet. Uh, we got another interview to get into, so we'll go ahead and just dive straight into that one. All right, here you go. All right, so I have Steve on the phone here. He's another musician that reached out about the interview series. So I'm going to go ahead and give him the chance to introduce himself. Hi, I'm Steve, and I guess musically where I'm at right now is I am a guitar player for Chain Letter Curse, and I do a lot of writing for the band. Um, got into music, I don't know, many, many years ago, but uh, went through some periods where that wasn't a priority and and i guess we'll find out more as we get some questions about <laughs> yeah, that definitely so uh i always like to start at the beginning so basically go into some detail about how you first found music how you first stepped into the musical realm and learned that it was what you wanted to do with your life well you know way back i just i remember my dad was uh, a really big music fan and, you know, I can remember listening to A-Tracks in his pickup truck. And, uh, you know, one of them that always stuck out to me was uh, Jimi Hendrix. He had that. And that's, a, that's just a memory that always sticks with me. Um, you know, he had an old big box stereo that was, you know, probably late 60s, early 70s. And lots of records that he played. And, uh, you know, he was the, kind of the guy that, you know, really got me into music that way, at least to have an interest in it. Uh, then going into, you know, I, I'm a child of the 80s, growing up in the 80s, and I got into a lot of hard rock stuff and started going to concerts. And prior to that, I played guitar a little bit, um, but I, you know, it never really stuck with me at that time. Um, so, you know, as things evolved, I put, put the guitar aside, but I was always a big music fan, always went to concerts and, um, you know, always supported local musicians when possible and then came back to it much later in life. Awesome. So going through school, uh, you didn't really participate much in like the traditional like choir or concert band or jazz band sort of thing. Well, I did play uh, in the band a little bit uh, in middle school, I think it was. I played saxophone and, you know, that had some some lasting effect on me. Uh, and then later on, I picked up the guitar uh, and I, I did take some lessons and, you know, I met some really cool people through that. But, you know, there was some other events in life and I got sidetracked and got away from it. Uh, at times, I wish I never did get away from music, but, you know, you, you can't change the past. You can only change the future. So uh, I, I am glad where I'm at now musically. Sure. So once you're out of school, w what did it take to actually get you to reconnect with uh, music and then uh, picking up the guitar and learning it? So that, you know, that's kind of an important piece to me because I was... Uh, experience a, a period of really high stress in my life. And I thought I needed an outlet to kind of get out of my head and, you know, do some things for myself. And I bought a used guitar uh, online and I started playing around with it and I was just terrible. I was just terrible at it. Um, and, and, you know, there were some things that I did remember from being a kid and I started messing around with that and uh, started messing around with some cover tunes. 
And one of the guys I was working with at the time was a music teacher. And I invited him over to the house and we started playing some music together and things evolved from there. But really, really for me, you know, one of the big important parts was that playing guitar became kind of like a meditation where I couldn't think about anything else except playing the guitar when I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the, you know, very few times in my life that I could just kind of live in the moment and, and get out of my head and get away from, you know, a lot of things that bothered me. Sure. So you kind of used uh, expression through the guitar as more of like a therapeutic outlet than you did uh, initially as a creative one. Yeah. And, and I mean, there, you know, I quickly found that there was that creative piece because I do love to do original music and I love to write. And a lot of it seems, you know, that's one part that seems to come fairly easy to me is the writing piece, mm -hmm. uh, especially musically, some somewhat lyrically too. Mm -hmm. But, you know, no matter who I'm working with, I'm always, you know, many songs ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, and that I've been really thankful for that, you know, it's, it's that part has come easy to me. You know, learning how to play at, you know, a skill level where I feel very comfortable playing in front of people and working with musicians and many of them, you know, are, I have found have a higher skill level than I do, mm -hmm. uh, to, to get there took a lot of work, but, uh, I'm, I'm happy that I was able to put the work in and, and I keep doing it every day. Sure. Definitely. So let's actually get into that a little. So, uh, you kind of went through the process of picking up the guitar initially therapeutically and then developing the creative process process of it. And then you uh, went out to uh, start looking for other band members to play with. Did you originally look for band members to work on like your own original work or did you kind of look for a band to become a part of? Uh, I, I think it would be more the first uh, mm -hmm. Because, you know, I found I found Mike, who was the music teacher, and Mike is a multi-instrumentalist, and uh, he, he came over and he, he was playing guitar. And then once we started getting some songs together, uh, you know, we, we really wanted to put a band together. Mm -hmm. So we found a drummer, and the the drummer by the name of Daryl is a, a local guy and we're still great friends. And Daryl had been a professional musician for over 30 years. And he, you know, he had moved on since then uh, into some other things, but he was fantastic to work with. I always tell everybody, you know, I learned how to play guitar from a drummer because, <laughs> uh, you know, Daryl taught me so much about timing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that made a big difference in what I did because a lot of my original writing, you know, I, I wrote things in very weird time signatures, okay. um, you know, having kind of, I think it's kind of fortunate in a way, having kind of a fortunate lack of uh, real training. Um, I kind of wrote the way I felt and uh you know, what, what those two guys did with me is they found, well, we, you know, this isn't a time and we can make it work and let's do something interesting with it. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool there is they were willing to experiment, you know, 
And some some really fun songs came out of that. You know, once we had the three of us and we were really enjoying playing some of these originals, uh, then we had to find a singer because I can't sing. I cannot sing at all. Um, I do sing to the radio and things, but nobody wants to hear it. And <laughs> and so we found a singer um, by the name of James and uh James did some work with us for quite a while. We did like a seven song, I think it was maybe seven song album, mm -hmm. you know, shorter album. And we had the band named and uh, I was interested in starting to get out on stage at that point. Mm -hmm. And Daryl was not interested in getting out on stage uh, because he had done that for many years and you know, he said, well, you know, I don't want to play for money. I don't want to make it about business. I just want to, you guys want to jam or whatever. That's fine. Um, so, you know, we started to have some member changes. Mm -hmm. um, we, we did eventually get another drummer and we got out on stage and uh, then eventually we switched singers. And so like many bands, we, you know, we went through a few members with that band uh, in that band, you know, it had a couple, couple different configurations with the different members, but that was called Broken Commandments. Okay. And that's when I started to get some uh, stage experience. Sure. And we were, you know, we were playing our originals and we were getting on stage and we recorded that short album. And it was a really good time. Some, some fantastic people to, to play music with. Awesome. So what brought you from uh, that project into your current project? Did you just kind of decide that you needed to kind of branch out and try something new? Um, did the membership just kind of say, ah, well, this is kind of petered out. Uh, what, what was that process like? Well, for, for me, what I found, and, and this was another bit of wisdom that Daryl passed on to me, he said, yeah, if you get, you know, three to five people to show up on a regular basis, then you're 90% of the battle and having a, a successful band yeah. at some, at some level. And, you know, people came and went for various reasons, um, work reasons, relocations, uh, things like that, mostly. And one of the real positive things that came out of it is I have lasting relationships and friendships with almost everybody that, I played music with in the past. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe I'm at a different stage in life than a lot of people, but for for most of us, it was there. There wasn't any band drama. You know, it was like uh, we're friends and we play music together and we enjoy that. Mm -hmm. And when when we weren't able to play music together anymore, we were still friends. And you know, we still we still get together. Uh, former band members come out to the current shows and support us. So um, my my deal is I was just never the guy who was going to give up. Mm -hmm. I just I just I just like it so much that um, you know I I've recruited a couple new players and just recently we added a keyboard player. Uh, her first gig with us was yesterday. So. Um, you know, and what I tell everybody when we, when we do put a band together is for me, what's important is being a band and being a band is, yeah, we are, we are friends. We do want to create things together. It's more of a democratic process. Everybody brings something different to the table. You know, people have different strengths and, and we try to build off of that. 
That's awesome. So what was your kind of ambition to uh, get your current uh, lineup together? Where, did you have like a preconceived idea of what members you wanted in? Or was it kind of just, um, you know, come as they come kind of, the, kind of deal? Well, I think one of the, you know, it started off, this current lineup started off with um, mainly Daniel and I. And Daniel uh, is our singer now. And he plays bass. And, you know, he came on as a bass player. We had a different singer for a little while and then she dropped out and I knew Daniel could sing. I had heard recordings he had done before. And I said, Hey, if you're comfortable with us, why don't you just do this? And we'll just quit looking for a singer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's really stepped up and the guy is ridiculously talented. I mean, he can play, you know, he can play guitar, bass, keys, drums, and, and, and he can sing. So, uh, having him in the group and, you know, having him and I as the basis of the group has just been very rewarding for me. And then we got Christian on about a year ago. He's our drummer. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's the three of us did a lot of shows together, uh, just the three of us as a three piece. And I think what that did is, you know, really tighten us up and bring us together musically uh in a way that you know if some even if something bad were to happen you know while we're in a performance uh, a drumstick gets broken or something like that it's like we know how to adapt to each other you know it's um we've just been playing so much music together that uh you can really feel when something needs to be covered you know and and sure. people jump in and do that so uh, that was the last, that was the last year mm -hmm. and the three of us are, you know, the main contributors to the current album. And then recently we brought on Heather who plays keyboards and she happens to be a music teacher too and multi, multi-instrumentalist and can sing. So that's really opening up things for us musically. I think we're going to, we're going to have, you know, a real cool experience with this next album uh, because we've added the keyboard player. Yeah, definitely. That sounds like a really cool lineup. Yeah. And you like, you know, my vision, my vision was, you know, I got to have a bass player. I got to have a drummer and I got to have somebody who can sing. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I had Mike in the old band and in, in broken commandments, we were two guitars. And when I lost Mike as a, you know, as in a as a band member we're still great friends but as a band member i i really didn't have a lot of interest in playing with another guitar player um because he and i just had such a vibe together that i thought it would be hard to reproduce that sure and at the time i was like well you know what i'm just going to push myself to do some of the things that Mike could do that I never really pushed myself to mm -hmm. that I was, you know, I was afraid to try to pull this off on stage. And what that did for me is it like pushed me to have some skills that I did not have before. That's, I mean, that's the way to do it. That's inspiration in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why don't you uh, share with me a couple stories that, um, have happened to you surrounding music, whether it be something that's like really inspirational or made like a huge impact on your ambitions? Well, I mean, I think the probably the biggest thing, which I kind of alluded to before, is just the kind of lasting friendships that, you know, develop out of music. It's like, 
um, you know, we, we leave a gig, like we leave a gig last night and people send each other messages and let everybody know they made it home. All right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we can play pool together or cards together or just hang out or, you know, it, it's having a social circle that's beyond the music. Uh, I think that's really important mm-hmm. having people around that, you know, you, you, you know, you can trust. I mean, I, I relocated to this area. I don't have any family here. Mm-hmm. So in a way, a lot of this has been a substitute family for me. Sure. Um, and certainly those aren't specific stories, but you know, that's really important to me. I mean, you know, I mentioned Daryl a couple times. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, the last time I was at somebody's house socially was Daryl's house. I, and, you know, we haven't played music together in years now, but you know, to get together and have a cookout and uh, have our kids hang out together and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, that's where I've kind of centered my social life too, is around this music because uh, it's a healthy thing to center my social life around. You know, it's not like you center your social life around drinking or, you know, some other thing that mm-hmm. might be detrimental. Um, and all of these people, that have become band members uh are great people you know i love to have them around my family and and they're just generally good people yeah for sure you spend enough time playing music with people and they they become family yeah and you know i've tried some people out that i was never going to have at my house again (laughs) (laughs) there are those people too yes (laughs) yeah but that was you know that was tryout purposes and Mm -hmm. and uh you know, the guys who have stuck around that I want to have stick around, uh, like I said, they're just good people. And, and anybody would be proud to have them around as friends. Very cool. Well, why don't you uh, share some links where people can check out what you're doing and listen to your music? Sure. I, I think probably the best place to go to is chainlettercurse.com. Uh, and it's uh, our new website, we just got it up. I think, yeah, last month we just got our website up chainlettercurse.com. We're also on Facebook. So if you go on Facebook and search chain letter curse, uh, and we're on every social media site, um, to find our music. I think we're, yeah, we've got YouTube and, um, virtually every, every social media site we're on now, but the two, uh, I'd really like people to check out is our website and possibly our Facebook page, you know, go on there and give us a like. And um, on our, on our website, we have our album and it's, you can get it digitally uh, or you can get the physical CD. Uh, we just, we just completed our CD in December and we're really proud of, you know, how it turned out musically. And, you know, if you get the physical CD, just the whole, uh, the whole package is really cool and fun. Awesome. So uh, the other thing I like to do is uh, give the person I'm interviewing uh, the opportunity to do like the last word. So a message that you feel resonates with you that you want to connect and hopefully it connects with people. Sure. I mean, I think, the, you know, we, we've got some trying times right now for musicians, trying times for small businesses. Uh I would love to see people get out and support, you know, the small venues that uh, allow bands to get on stage and allow people to get started. I think that's really important. Um, 
you know, bands don't really make any money, but if you're, if you're supporting the small business that, uh, a, a guy is supporting his family with, I think that's really important. Um, and, and then, you know, I'd just like to say to expect, and it doesn't matter what age you are, cause I came back to it later in life is, you know, get into music and do something that you, you always wanted to do. Um, if it's a bucket list item for you, go out and do it. And, you know, even if you're like me and you start off and you just sound terrible and you just annoy your family, uh, if you, if you really love it, eventually you'll get to a point where you're proud of yourself and, and you can really have fun.